Below Par Radio Show with Tom and Dolly on Triple M. Stupid management. The people are real. The cases are real. This is Tom and Dolly. I just called to say... Oh, that's fantastic. I can't wait to call up. You know, I'm going to call up my fiance. I'm just going to let her know. Don't don't take the piss, mate. (laughs) One, two, three, four... It's time for Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Welcome to you Tuesday night. Tonight is a show of excitement, Ollie. That's what I'm oh. calling it. Tonight's about excitement. Yes. Richard Dinatale, Tom, from the <laughs> Greens. I am so pumped for this. Yeah, I know. I love, uh, love, love politics. I love talking to smart people. It's a rare thing that I get to do on this show. Yep, yeah, the leader of the Greens is up in half an hour's time. And I just want to make sure that you're a bit washed here, Ollie, because I think you're the great, I want you to know, ooh, lefty, Greens, okay. I don't shower with soap. Okay, mate. How are you feeling about your body after last night we discussed uh, over the weekend someone called you portly? Yeah. You upset you for a few days? I'm feeling fine. I'm just eating grilled fish and brown rice, so. Uh, well, that's good. Make a start. Mate, I, I wanted the show to be about excitement, not about body issues. Because at 8 o'clock, I'm giving away copies of Fallout 76. If you've got a PlayStation or an Xbox, I'm going to give away copies of that game. Uh, but it's it, all, game it, all, it all links together, doesn't it, Tom? You've been at home gaming a lot. You're not feeling good about yourself. Is that, I mean, I don't want to get back to the... No, giving away games. Positive, exciting, yeah, Tom. Yeah, good stuff. Good start, Tom. Good stuff. Now, Tom, to start the show, I don't want to dwell on my hetero relationship. I know it gets you annoyed hearing about girlfriends and boyfriends. But so, so heteronormative. Sarah and I once had an argument where we didn't speak for three hours mm. over a Mars bar. Sounds about right. Something has happened <laughs> in a very similar vein yeah. over the weekend that could have the same disastrous result. You'll find out about that next. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's live and let die, guns and roses. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. In half an hour's time, we have the leader of the Greens, Richard Di Natale, in to talk about... Pinga. Yeah, Pinga. <laughs> Pinga. Nah, war on drugs and stuff. They got, like, pill testing and all that kind of thing. Political, Tom. Political. Sure, sure, sure. But to start the show, Tom, something easy. Something something you can really engage with. Great. Relationships. Huh. You're in a fresh one yep. with a gun-toting American called Seth. I mean, nice guy. <laughs> but it's not about you. Uh, it's about me and my girlfriend yep. because... Sarah is doing a behavior a lot recently that I think a lot of people would be like, that's cute. She's forcing you down on one knee because it still hasn't happened after seven years. You still haven't gotten married. There is a lot of that, but that's not cute. I don't think from anyone's uh, perspective. What, wanting someone to marry you isn't cute? Uh, I think otherwise. Tiresome. (laughs) (laughs) Now I realize why she hasn't married you so far. (laughs) No. No, it's far more trivial than that, but that annoys me because it's frustrating. Mm. I get home and too often I find Sarah is wearing my clothes. I don't have time for it, Tom. What? I don't want Sarah wearing my clothes. Why not? Well, for a number of reasons. Hang on. She's wearing my clothes. She's wearing your clothes. It's not cute. What what time? Like, is she going out in your clothes? No, no, just at home. She's wearing clothes at home. Yeah. And What's pe- wrong with that? People are like, oh, cute girlfriend wearing a big baggy t-shirt. Isn't that cute? Yeah. Like an American rom-com. They even sell types of t-shirts that are oversized in yeah. female clothing stores well, called, buy- called boyfriend t-shirts, Ollie. She's go on, a, go she and buy a- those, Sarah. <gasps> I don't want to come home and see her wearing my crisp white hoodie. Oh. She'll get clothes on it. She'll get food on it. 
She'll get it dirty. No. I come home, she's wearing my comfortable grey oh tracksuit pants. Oh, wow. I like those pants. I want to wear them right now. Please, please take them off. I didn't know I was doing a show with a grandma who's <laughs> worried about no. the laundry. No, I come home. I don't you dare put the clothes on. You'll get stuff on them. It's not just they're getting dirty. My Ugg boots. Oh. They're going to change shape to her feet. Oh, you they're are. molding You're to just, my feet. You know, I'm the gay one. <laughs> Yeah. But you don't need to take on that role. We've I'm, already got the gay guy in the radio show. No, you not, don't need to take on that role. You're heterosexual. Just worry about beer and footy, mate. That's nothing, all you need to worry about. Okay. I'm, I'm far more nuanced than that, Tom. <laughs> there's nothing gay about wanting my own clothes. Uh, yeah, there, yes, there is. <laughs> what? Well, you guys are in a, a gay relationship. You yeah. and Seth, what, well, is it happening with you guys? A lot, of, uh, a lot of what people don't understand in heterosexual relationships is when you're in a homosexual relationship, you can borrow clothes willy-nilly, guys. No, but It's that, the best. You can swap clothes backwards and forwards. You're you a weirdo. Because undies. You can borrow T-shirts. No, it, it doesn't matter. You make your boyfriend dress like you no. in some kind of sick fetish. No, definitely not. And that's weird. That's not even... That's no. a different ball game. Sometimes you go over to the partner's house and you haven't packed a bag, so you're just going to have to borrow a T-shirt. You can't do that because, oh, I want to sleep with a girl like a straight man. <laughs> well, I wear Sarah's clothes occasionally, but that's as a... Ga- <laughs> That's as a joke. That's for fun. She's not doing it as a joke. I'm uh, like, Sarah, just buy a hoodie. They're uh, not hard to find. Uh, so what? This, Look, is, this has caused a, a big uproar in your household, has it? Look, I know it's a common thing. Partners wearing the clothes. Mm. I want to know, am I weird here? Look, one triple three five three. Is it cute and fun to wear your partner's clothes? Or are you like me? Does that annoy you? Do you want your clothes to yourself? I think it's fine. What's <sighs> wrong with it? You you're gonna it's, marry it's this fine. girl one day. It, She's gonna be the, the 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 mother of your child. Actually, is that happening now? Is she pregnant? What? No, because she needs bigger clothes. No, she and... can't stop drinking. <laughs> we can't. We can't. We can't have a One triple three five three. Can your partner borrow your clothes? Is it cute or is it annoying? Give us a call. You with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Luca Brazi, clothes I slept in, Triple M's Tom and Ollie, we have questions. We'll have questions for Richard Di Natale, the leader of the Greens, in 20 minutes' time, talking pill testing. But on 13353, Ollie wants to know, is your partner borrowing your clothes cute or annoying? Yeah. I want to summarize y- y- your argument, Ollie. Yeah. You're basically saying when you come home and you see your girlfriend in your clothes, you're going, <gasps> excuse me, they're my clothes, don't wear them. <laughs> I'm learning RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, so, it sounds like you are, though. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm the gay one in the group, but I don't know why you're so bothered about your girlfriend wearing your clothes. Is it precious? Yes. So I'm being precious if I say, don't wear my clothes. Correct. Because I think that Sarah thinks it's cute that she wears my clothes, no. she wears my hoodie. I don't want her getting pate on my hoodie. Pat- <laughs> who's, who's eating pate? Sarah. Oh, no. It's her favourite food. Get out. Just get out now. Loves a bit of uh, duck liver pate. Oh. She's messy. She's going to get my clothes ruined. I don't think it's cute. A lot of guys would be like, oh, it's so hot. My girlfriend wears my T-shirt and it's baggy and I can see some side boob or something. You know? Oh, don't well, make you know. it crass, mate. No, but I just don't buy into it. Kim, what do you think? Can you can you borrow your partner's clothes on 13353? Yes, you can. Kim, you've heard my arguments. Don't you understand how annoying it is? Well, I'll tell you now. I've been with my husband for 19 years. Yes. And I... He comes home from work all the time. I get home just before him, and I'm always in his comfy pants and his comfy shirt. You're lucky to have lasted 19 years, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Ollie, you know what you sound like? You sound like Finding Nemo Seagulls. That's what what you sound like, mate. As many many minds as I haven't seen the film. Don't get the reference. I'm I'm not amused, Uh, Tom. Tim on 13353. You've been in a relationship for two and a half years. 
Can yep. can you can you partner wear your clothes? No, I can't stand when she steals my clothes. Yes. Oh. I'm completely in agreement with Ollie. It's annoying, isn't it, Tim? Oh, it's so annoying. She doesn't even like football, and every afternoon I get home and she's got my footy jumper on or my jersey. Yeah. She's worn it out a couple of times, and now it smells like her, and it's like, but you don't even like football. You don't even know who's playing. She's using you, Tim. You're being used by your partner. 100%. 100%. At, at Jimmy's Burgers, message us on uh, Instagram at oh, Tom and Ollie. You're a local there. He said, uh, it's effing annoying when they wear my clothes. I can't wear yours. That's not fair. Equality 101. Exactly. <laughs> I can't wear her clothes around the house. They'll rip. Um, Lee on one triple three five three. Your partner steal it. Started stealing clothes from day dot. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Mate, she got to you early, didn't she, Lee? Yeah, just like a couple of hoodies and things like that. That yeah. you know, it, it. I have to agree. It is cute. Um, yeah. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. It's gonna get washed. It's and she. She just says she likes to smell when I'm out. You know, she likes to. Yeah, that's smell cute. my clothes. I don't know. So, how fresh <laughs> as a relationship are you? How long's it been? Uh, just over a year. Okay. Yeah. Give it time, mate. It's been seven years for me and Sarah. <laughs> this kind of thing would be cute in the first year, but after a while, it becomes a logistical nightmare. You're I, washing clothes more than you need to. I just don't see what the issue is. Why don't you give her some of your clothes and then go, these are the designated clothes that you can wear. I bought a brand new white hoodie, right? <laughs> it's got Levi in the front. It's Sorry, crisp white. You bought a white hoodie. I, do, I know. I've barely worn it. Mate, well, I, I'm yet to wear is it. Is that a bloody prank? Are you buying white hoodies left, right and centre as a prank? No. Why? Oh, sounds like it. Why? I mean, who's wearing white hoodies? I needed a pair of a, a, a jumper that would match my green pants. Oh! My green cords. Oh, oh God. Anyway, I'm surprised she even wants to borrow your clothes. I haven't had a chance to wear it. She's the first wearer. It's annoying. <laughs> Glenn, you're going out with a serial clothes stealer. Oh. Mate, mate, all the time, all the time. Mate, She's always stealing it. Call the police, I reckon. She's bloody pissed. <laughs> I agree, mate. Not only that, like the shirts somehow find their way into her dresser as well. So yeah. she, she claims ownership of them, mate. Like a flannelette, you'll lose it oh, forever. You boys suck. You literally sound like the seagulls. It's ridiculous. Well, they are our clothes. They are mine. They're mine. The, the shoes are mine. The shirt's mine. The, pa- the pants are mine. One triple three five three. Can your partner borrow your clothes? I want to hear from some girlfriends as well. Do you borrow Seth, your American boyfriend's clothes? No, you don't. And what's the answer? What's the reason for that, Tom? Why don't you wear his clothes? Why don't you wear his Quicksilver shorts? I think you know why. <laughs> it's a triple F style. We have questions. Dada. Oh, here we go. <laughs> it's Quinn and David Bowie under pressure. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. Hey, if you've got a PlayStation or an Xbox after 8 o'clock, I want to give you Fallout 76 for free. Make sure you're, uh, you're listening in then. Uh, Ollie on one triple three five three. You've asked... Can your partner borrow your clothes? I'm saying that you, no. you're, you're saying, oh, they're all my clothes. They're mine. They're all mine. No. I'm saying that you sound like the seagulls from Finding Nemo, right? No, I don't. I simply said that the clothes I bought are mine. They're not for Sarah to wear. Uh, well, I just uh, edited something you said before. Mine. They're mine. 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 That's what you sound like, mate. That's <laughs> there, exactly. There what was you a seagull like. in there. You've dodged that one. <laughs> one triple three five three. Jake, is your partner borrowing your clothes cute, or is it just bloody annoying? So here's the thing. I don't really mind that much. So with like shirts and that, that's cool because I got a hundred of them. Right. And she borrows my hoodie and then spills. Yeah. Food or makeup or something on it. That's what I can't deal with. And then, yep. even worse than that is when she takes me socks. Because, mate, they don't grow on trees, I'm telling you. Mate, <laughs> socks aren't cheap these days. Hang on. Oh, uh, it's the worst. So- and they end up with odd socks. Socks are usually made from cotton, which does grow on trees. So I think socks do grow on trees, Jake. 
Boom! Well, uh, the bamboo oh, socks I wear as well. I mean, they're more bamboo. But Jake, you, you end up with a scenario where the the horror situation of pulling out the hoodie from your wardrobe, putting it on to wear for the day, and going, oh, there's a big girlfriend stain on there. Yeah, and you're thinking like, oh, yeah, I know exactly what outfit I'm going to wear. Like, this hoodie's going to work with this this pair of jeans, and, exactly. you, and you pull it out and that's it. Oh, Guys like done. Jake and I who are fashionable, yeah. we we have our outfits coordinated. We can't stand for this. Oh, God, it's upsetting. I hate to stereotype my own community, the gay community. I'm a gay man, but you sound so freaking homo. Oh, how dare you? Oh. I'm not a homo. I'm just fun and fruity, Tom. Uh, Mark on one triple three five three, mate. What do you think about this one? Partners borrowing their clothes. How are you, fellas? Yeah, oh, look, oh. I'm, I'm bloody riled up, Mark. Oh, as, you, up. as you can understand, oh, he's, he's, uh, he's over the bloody. Well, I can tell you, clothes. I don't mind. I have no problems. Then go in a washing machine. Yeah. But she borrows my razor and leaves it on the vanity oh. with all hair in it. Yeah. That gets me. Yeah. Yeah. You don't that's want that because you can't replace those. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. The only question we have is how the hell is Home and Away still on air? We'd rather listen to these two. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Ollie, we've got a guy called Richard Di Natale. He's the leader of the Greens on the Sharp next. The last time we spoke to him, you actually weren't here. We had Harley Breen, the comedian, filling in. Yeah. And we uh, announced this news on the phone to you. You weren't very happy when you found out about it. On the Are phone. you serious? <laughs> what? Oh, you assholes. How dare you? So, mate, up next... Hmm. It was a low blow. I was seeing my mum's musical. <laughs> Richard Di Natale will drop into the studio to talk all things pill testing. Or as uh, Alan Jones puts it, Pinga. He's a very smart man. He's a doctor and he's now the leader of the Greens. Tom, your mind will be blown about the new research into the way drugs are handled these days. Okay. All right. I'm sticking around. It's Sex on Fire, Kings of Leon. you with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Tom, a few weeks back, I was pretty upset when you told me that you had the leader of the Greens party, Richard Di Natale, in for a chat. Yep. I was annoyed because yep. I'm a big fan of politics. <laughs> Look, the, the Greens, I, I love them. They do oh, great stuff as well. Okay, okay. How long since you've had a shower then, Ollie? <laughs> the great unwashed you are. No, look, I'm just a, a young person with an open mind, Tom. But I want to chat now because we're lucky to have the man back in the room, Richard Inatale. Let's talk about pill testing, Richard. G'day. How are you? Excellent. Um, thanks for coming in, mate. Now, you're a, 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 an ex-doctor. Would you call yourself an ex-doctor? Yeah, I don't know if you ever become an ex-doctor. I'm a, I'm a doctor. <laughs> you but are yes, a doctor. Yes, yep. but I'm, I'm a politician as well now. Yep, you're a doctor yeah. in uh, drug and alcohol, That's right. that, that area. So you're very well versed in this stuff. But pill testing has been a big part of the, mm. the Greens campaigning for a while now. Yep. What have you announced recently and what, what have you got in store? Well, we want to basically roll out a series of drug testing centers across the country. We've got a pilot program. 18 drug testing or pill testing centres, yep. all capital cities and major regional areas. And look, it comes from a place where you just got to accept that doesn't matter what politicians say, doesn't matter what, you know, police, the police might say, yep. some people are going to continue to use pills. Mm -hmm. And the question for us as lawmakers is, should they pay for that with their lives? And at the moment, people have got no certainty about what they're going to get. Yep. The problem is they might buy a pill. Uh, they think they're getting something like MDMA, for example, and they end up getting something that can kill them. Now, from my, our perspective, why wouldn't governments do something that yeah. they know can save lives? So it's kind of a pragmatic approach to it's an just, issue that's totally unavoidable. Pragmatic. It's totally pragmatic. It just says it's been done overseas. We know it works. If you buy, if you buy some pills, whether it's something you're going to use at home, whether you're going to go to a club, whether you're going to go to a festival, 
you should be able to test them. And that we know from the overseas experiences, when people test them and they're told this has got something in there that's actually very unsafe, people bin them. Yeah. And the other benefit, of course, is what we then can do is we can then go, okay, well, this specific pill, you know, Brand X, um, is comes from a dodgy batch, yeah. and you can communicate that online to through um, you know the online community, yeah. and people who have bought a pill like that will be able to check online and see, well, oh, hang on, that's what I've got. And they'll bin them as well. Let's stop referring to them as pills because uh, our mate Alan Jones refers to them as something completely different. An ecstasy tablet, or as young people call it, a pinga. I mean, we need to be calling them what they are, Richard. You know what I mean? A pinga. A pinga is different to pills. And don't get confused with the lovable little penguin Pingu as well because that's a completely different thing. Let's not control He's also dangerous in his own way. Comedy break aside, I'll eat back to the politics. I'll... I was reading, Richard, that um, this is going to cost about $16 million. $16 million bucks, yeah. What is the, in your mind, the, the money saving that we're making from doing it? Well, you've got to remember there are a lot of people who end up in ambulances, in emergency departments, and occasionally in inti- inten- intensive care units. Yep. Uh, that costs money. But in the end, what price you put on saving someone's life? And this is what this stuff does. It saves people's lives. And so, you know, there's this argument that says, oh, if you do this, you're, you're condoning or encouraging drug use. You're sending the wrong message. Look, it doesn't matter what we say, people are going to continue to use it. And I suppose the other example I give is um, back in the 80s when we had the emergence of HIV, particularly among injecting drug users, Australia did something really courageous. They said, look, people are going to continue to inject drugs. We, they'll either um, continue to do that and expose themselves to HIV or we can give people clean needles so that if they do that, they won't yep. actually um, transmit the it's virus. The same thing. It, and people said, oh, you can't do it. It'll, it'll send the wrong message. People start using drugs. Yep. Didn't happen. Yep. But what we did in Australia, one of the few countries that prevented um, HIV transmission amongst injecting drug users. So it's the same theory. It's the same theory with the medically supervised injecting room. Yep. Just because it's there doesn't mean people will inject drugs. It means those people who are already doing it yep. can do it in an environment where if they overdose, they'll get treatment. And, and indeed, if, um, if they decide they want to stop, they'll see someone, a treatment professional, who'll put them into treatment. Yep. So there's a whole lot of advantages in doing this. And pill testing is one of those areas where we know it works. It's been done overseas. It's been done in Amsterdam. It's been done in places like Austria. Yep. The evidence is people get their pill tested. If it's something dangerous, they bin them and, and we potentially save their life. Yeah. Uh, look, as a young person who goes to festivals, I mean, I'm pretty on board, to be honest, and I think Tom's the same. Yep. We want to chat more about uh, the war on drugs more generally and have a, a discussion. The phones will be uh, open as well, and we can have a, a broader chat. But I want to ask you particularly up next uh, more about the war on drugs. Can you hang around? Absolutely. Stick around. We've got the leader of the Greens, Richard Di Natale here. You're with Tom and Ollie on Triple M. That's new music. From the Teskey Brothers, it's called I Get Up. You with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Tom, we're still chatting to the leader of the Greens Party, Richard Di Natale, uh, who is no doubt going out for an election next year. Richard, you pumped we are, for that? Yeah, uh, pump might not be the right word. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you're going for the younger market with uh, your announcement of pill testing uh, across the country, which is a new program you're campaigning for. Do you need to get into Parliament to get this across the line? We do, we do. We basically get more green... MPs elected, more yep. bums on seats yep. because the major parties don't like to touch this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they see it as uh, too controversial. They keep going down this, you know, war on drugs, zero tolerance, yep. all that stuff. Stuff that hasn't worked for years. I would have thought Scott Morrison would love a, a pinga at, <laughs> at a festival. <laughs> well, he's made Alan Jones, doesn't he? An ecstasy tablet, or as young people call it, 
a pinga. <laughs> yes. Now, Richard, with your um, proposal here of pill testing across the country, for that to work, are we essentially decriminalising drugs, or how does that no, fit in with law enforcement? No. So this is this is harm reduction. In the same way as we give people clean needles, in the same way as we have medically supervised injecting rooms, yeah. it's a pragmatic approach that says people continue to use drugs. Look, it, it remains illegal to use drugs, but if they're going to do it, we should make it as safe as possible. So then if you, if you test them and they're good to go and you use them, do you get arrested? I mean, you know, where's the line of what's safe? Well, well what happens in that environment is if pill testing is available, you don't have law enforcement yep. in that environment. Okay, people, so people have to be free to come forward, have yep. a pill tested, and know they're not going to have you yep. know, a, a policeman uh, coming after them for, for having a pill. So it has to be an agreement between law enforcement and the health community. Mm-hmm. And in those places where it's been trialled, the police aren't involved. Um, the War on Drugs is one of my favourite bands uh, out there from America, from Philadelphia, Richard. But the War on Drugs itself as an issue is frustrating. It's It's been yeah. around since, what, the 70s? Was no, it, no, no. Much longer than was that. Was it Nixon? Who was oh, the... Nixon, yeah. He did He did, uh, He did. did uh, coin the term. You're right. Yep. Yes. And you would be believing, I'm guessing, that it's failed, and that's a common perception. Absolutely. We're not getting anywhere. Well, well, look, I don't come at it from the perspective of, you know, everybody should be free to use drugs. They're harmless. I worked as a drug and alcohol doctor. I know the harms associated with drugs. But what we're doing now is making a bad problem worse. Yeah. Portugal took a very brave step uh, quite a few years ago where they've removed criminal penalties for all drugs. So it's not legalized. You can't go to an outlet in the same way as you can go to an outlet and buy cannabis over the counter. But in Portugal, they said, look, we keep locking people up for using drugs. It's not working. How about we try a different approach? We redirect all the money we're spending through the police, through the judiciary, and invest it in treatment. Because the drug laws don't stop people from using drugs. No. No. All they do is they divert a whole lot of resources to uh, police... Uh, strip searching, sniffer dogs, all that stuff is a hell of a lot of money wasted that could be spent on treatment. Well, we're seeing this uh, in the gay community. A lot of the gay community use a, a drug called poppers or amyl nitrate, and that's now going to be reclassified to Section 9, I think, of the Poison Acts, which is the same type as heroin. So we're going backwards in Australia in terms of on, some of this stuff? We absolutely are. It's Australia, unfortunately, is one of those jurisdictions, particularly under this government, where we are going backwards. I mean, we have a view that you should be able to tax and regulate cannabis. It should be available in a way that people know exactly what they're getting. They're going to use it anyway. Mm. Why line the profits of criminal syndicates? And the government came out and stopped it immediately. Um, we've, with uh, amyl nitrate, the same deal. The Conservative government have decided to schedule it as a poison so that people can't get access to it. And it's really sad because Australia used to be at the forefront with this stuff. Yeah. We, we, as I said earlier, needle and syringe exchange, it was an Australian initiative. We almost got over the line with uh, medically assisted heroin, where we were going to have GPs prescribing heroin to people who couldn't get off heroin. But uh, it was a last minute intervention from John Howard that stopped that. And really since that time, since about 2000, where we were leading the world on progressive drug law reform, We've been going nowhere and, in fact, probably going backwards. Well, That's Richard, right. thank you so much. One triple three five three. what do you think? Has the war on drugs failed? And in Australia, where do you think the future of drugs is? Where are we heading and, and what do you think? We want your answers. Richard, thank you so much. Pleasure. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. It's in excess what you need. Triple M's. Tom and Ollie, where you have questions. After 8 o'clock, those copies of Fallout 76 could be coming your way if you've got a PlayStation or an Xbox.
We've asked a Montreal three five three Tom, where do you stand on the war on drugs? Uh, has it failed? And what is the future of Australia and drugs? Um, we just spoke to Richard Inatali, head of the Greens, mm. uh, doctor in uh, an area of drugs and alcohol. So very much a, an educated man, Tom. And I agree with Richard in the sense that people are always going to take drugs. It's been an age-old thing. You could go back many, many milli- uh, not milli- centuries, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and you'll find that people do this thing. So I find the war on drugs a bit of a futile war. Um, but Tom, you were reading up on the the pill testing that's been announced by the Greens. Uh, yeah, well, Groove and the Moo did this last year. Groove and the Moo in Canberra, and they found that in uh, in some of the drugs that tested, there was eighty five drugs tested. They found a lethal stimulant, paint, and toothpaste as some of the ingredients used in these drugs. Wow. So if you've got some strong thoughts on pill testing, give us a call. But uh, more generally, the war on drugs. Where are we at with it? What do you think, Stephanie? Hi. Hi. Hello. Um, I personally think that we are struggling, like, as a community, because, like, if we look at the effects of alcohol when we're comparing it to marijuana, for a perfect example, Mm. the negative um, effects health-wise and behaviour-wise, just, you can't even compare them. Like, people get, like, like, aggro and, you know, very hyped up when consuming alcohol, but I've never seen those kind of... um, responses from people that have sat down and like consumed cannabis <laughs> No, together. you don't see a punch on with um, people who are high off, off marijuana, do you? No. Yeah, no, definitely not. Pretty rare. That's one thing uh, that we said goodbye to Richard Inatale just before during that song. And he said um, as he was going out, yeah, the whole idea of alcohol being the, the drug that we're cool with or yeah. the, that stimulant, uh, it's a big myth. This, you know, alcohol causes a lot of damage. So there is a, a fallacy there. Ollie, we do have to say as a radio show and, and as the radio codes of conduct say, we would never ever condone the use of illegal substances. Well said, Tom. Well read. Thank you. Uh, Matthew on Montreal 353, where do you stand on the war on drugs? Um, well, I think we're attacking the wrong people. We need to, instead of stopping drug dealers, we should be stopping users because that's the whole point. The end game is to stop people using. Yeah. Um, how, how about using the, uh, the blue strips that the police use at drug test stops on people in the city all the time? And as soon as you find someone using drugs... Process them straight away. Give them a small fine. Make it inconvenient to use drugs. Right. So, Matthew, do you envisage a world in the future where no one uses drugs? Um, I, I hope so. I, I think people are, are, are educated enough now, especially in schools, and we're starting earlier, to educate people away from drugs. But it's just too easy to use it as an escape now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, that's a different point of view. Go for the user, not the, the seller. One triple three five three. what are your thoughts um, we'd love to hear what you think. Absolutely. You with Tom and Ollie on Triple M. We have questions. It's cake, the distance. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. We're having a pretty open discussion and asking questions about uh, Australia's relationship with drugs. Can we go? Can we do better? Has the war on drugs failed? One triple three five three. Jump on that phone. Yes, Tom. The Australian Greens Party has launched their plan for pill testing uh, in communities across Australia. So if they get uh, some more seats in the election next year, they will be implementing pill testing. So mm. that's kind of uh, sparked our debate on the war on drugs. Has it failed? And what is the future of drug use in Australia? What do you think, George? Uh, evening, Good. fellas. How are you going? Good, mate. Um, a lot, a lot of answers here. So what do you think, quickly? Okay, I'm just going to rebut Senator Dinatale's view. Yeah. If all his points that he put forward, uh, etc., to promote his idea in that sense, mm. I say if you apply that to, say, uh, road victims, trauma with speeding, etc., like that, and expl- I'd like to know uh, what you guys think in that sense because 
it, I'm, I'm a little confused because laws are laws. Without them, there'd be anarchy, I would imagine. So what are you saying in terms of the road toll? Sorry, George. Well, uh, the, 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 there's, a book, uh, the, there's a big push, and rightfully so, to reduce the road toll. Yeah. So, you know, so if we're going to um, test pills, et cetera, to make it uh, easier or safer, I should say, is how yeah. the, the Natali addressed it, yeah. you know, perhaps do we look at, the, at other things and do we look at other ways of making, say, speeding illegal, uh, sorry, sorry, my apologies, legal, and let people speed and we'll see what happens with that. Well, I think, George, it's a very different example. Yeah, it's very different, it, but it's look, almost like with cars. We're not going to decriminalise cars because they're killing people. We put limits on the cars, don't we? We put speed limits on and things. So in okay, terms of now, drugs, now, we, we Can test... I interrupt you there? No, now, not, not yet, because I'm so happy to say, mate, because we put the limits on the drugs. We, we want to safely introduce limits, test them to make sure that there's no... Um, th- best, best Practice Best well. practice, yeah. Okay, may I, may I uh, add another point then, please? You can go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, I interpret drug dealers as people with bad, uh, how I say, business acumen, bad morals. So sure, I'm yeah. curious to see, uh, is there any drug dealers out there that uh, are good business people, good people in the sense that they put nothing but healthy products in their drugs and not well, try to cheat? Well, this is actually quite interesting, George, because um, uh, with the Greens, they put out a, a press release about the pill testing. In one yep. section, it says, testing pills also breaks up the business model of drug dealers by identifying and warning people against buying potentially lethal drug products. Over time, similar services to what we are proposing overseas have been shown to lead to pills with less dangerous additives in the market. So, George, some mm. pills have markings, and if you get a bad one, you can test it, and you go, that's a bad pill. Never go to that, that guy again. Of course, we would never condone the use of illegal drugs. On this show, One Triple Three Five Three. what is the future of drugs in Australia? Paula, what do you think? Hi, guys. Um, look, you know, going back to what you were saying, I definitely agree that pill testing would make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, you know, for the younger generation that are going out. I think that, you know, if you have kids or anyone in your family that you know are doing it, I'm sure that you would rather them, I mean, not do it in the first place, but you would rather them actually know what are in these things. And even though, you know, they are testing these drugs, it's actually coming up with what the ingredients are and that may or may not stop people from wanting to do it in the first place. Exactly right. And as these, as it was tested at Groove in the Moo in Canberra in 2018, 40% of the people who had pills tested indicated that they would either not use illicit drugs at all or would use less illicit drugs from this testing. Paula, you're 24. Do you or your friends go to festivals and do you see this kind of thing, the benefit of it playing out? Uh, look, I think for health and safety reasons, there definitely is a benefit. Like I said, at the end of the day, no one really knows what they're taking. And, you know, there are some people that I know that do um, like to dabble in a bit of it when they do go out. And at the end of the day, you want to sort of tick all your boxes and make sure that you're not um, hurting yourself. Yeah. At the end of the day, less yeah. lives lost is better. End me. of the day, end of the night. <laughs> you never know. It could be a late one. Nah, it's morning. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. One, two, three, four. It's time for Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Oh, I felt like I was in trash talk back Tuesday then, Ollie, talking about drugs in Australia. But, but what in, uh, about the road toll? Oh, mate, in half an hour, we're going to ask about those cricket bans and if they should be lifted, if they should be upheld. What should we do with the cricket? Save our cricket team. Up next, though, Ollie, let's talk to our gaming expert, Pete Corelli. Expert. He's going to tell you about how you can play games like Grand Theft Auto, Metal Gear Solid, Rayman, and Tekken 3 all on one device. Oh, wow. Stick around. You're with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. 
great air guitar already. Oh, stuff that up. Uh, it's read about it. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. That's Midnight Oil. We have questions, and we've got questions for this guy who's our gaming expert. His name's Pete Corelli. Tom and Ollie, press start. G'day, Pete Corelli. Well, 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 <laughs> look who's come crawling back. <laughs> Mate, you, got, you got shafted last uh, week, didn't you? Sorry, buddy. Didn't I ever, or should I, oh, you, oh, you lads. Oh, anyway, mate, uh, enough about that. The brand <laughs> yeah. new PlayStation Classic list is out of all yeah. the games that you'll be able to play on the PlayStation Classic. Now, yeah. what do you think about this list that PlayStation has released? Because it's, like it's like a plug and play console that's got 20 games on it. And to be yeah. honest, I'm not impressed. Uh, look, I am a third. Um, I'm I'm a third. Yay, and a and a third, and a third. Yeah. Oh, okay. To be quite honest with you, there are some amazing titles in there that uh, absolutely kept me in front of the television during my my um, childhood. Final Fantasy VII, in particular. Yep. I mean, hello. That's one yep. of the absolute great all time RPGs. Grand Theft Auto, the first one. Yep. Tekken um, Three is pretty good. Yep. Oddworld, Abe's Odyssey. I mean, who doesn't remember staring at the television during Saturday morning cartoons to yeah. see that little alien running around through every single promo? Totally. Um, hey, throughout the one, childhood. There's one game I'm interested in, though. It's called Mr. Driller. What's that yeah. about? <laughs> uh, can I be completely honest with you here and say I have no idea? Yeah, what's Mr. Driller? I'm not even joking. Just I have sounds no like idea. A, a game from my Don't look community. at me. i got no idea, yeah, mate. Yeah, I know well, where's the horse riding games? I want to bring back those saddle, <laughs> saddle club My Pony. But let's be honest. It's missing like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's missing... Um, it's it's especially missing blank. a lot of the ones that have come out that pretty much made the PlayStation at the time. So things like your Crash Bandicoots, your Grand Spyro Turismo. the Dragons, Gran Turismo. And look, the, the thing that we've got going at the moment, and it's sort of going against the PlayStation Classic, is games like Crash Bandicoot and Spyro have made a comeback by being yeah. remastered trilogies that have been released as, as full series recently, you know? So they're not going to get them all right. Um, but to be honest with you, for a hundred bucks, it's pretty good. HDMI um, straight into your television, 20-odd yeah. games that are going to keep you pretty well going for a, for a while. Can you like update it? Yeah. Will you be able to update it so it includes more <sighs> games? Do you know? Look, that is something that's completely up to the companies. I mean, yeah, you right. might remember most recently the last couple that we've had are the Super Nintendo Entertainment System Mini and the NES Mini Classic, Yeah. right? Those ones haven't had any, you know, we'd probably call them downloadable content releases. Yeah. Um, people have sort of cracked them a little bit. Oh, and yeah. added their own suite of games, but <laughs> of that's something that you shouldn't be doing. Mate, they're modding them, Molly. They're getting mm. modded. Yeah, the old, mod. the old mod. The old mod. What are you guys talking mod? about? Oh, don't worry, mate. We're uh, talking about modding, Ollie! Oh. about Tony Hawk Pro Skater? <laughs> oh, shut up, You mentioned mate. that one? Oh, God. Yeah. I had a good soundtrack, though. Pete Corelli, you've got a, mm. a podcast called Game on Oz. Oh, do I ever? Yeah. And, mate, yeah. you're doing this thing called the 12 Games of Christmas. Tell us about yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so every day, over 12 days leading into Christmas Day, yeah. we are going to feature a brand a day that has thrown us a little something special to give away. Great. Love it. Right? Um, one of them is the PlayStation Classic. So Great. we'll have one Great. of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I just say Bethesda, you absolute beauties. Oh, I love Bethesda. Oh, yes. They've sent us merch, guys. So, oh, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, so this one is the sort Fallout of stuff. One of those Fallout 76 helmets? Uh, not quite. Oof. Right? Not quite, Tell but can I just say, yeah. right, if you're chasing the coolest lamp going around in the history of gaming. I love lamp. Right, Pip Boy, <laughs> the little Vault Boy. I love lamp. I get it. One of those lamps are coming our way, and oh, we're, that's cool. going to be featured on one of the days. Oh, okay, brilliant. Right. All right, so uh, how, how do we get involved? One other thing, Xbox oh, yeah. threw us an Xbox One S. No big deal. Brilliant. 500 gigabyte console. That's great. Oh, get around it. <laughs> as well as that, Tom's got his own thing called uh, 12... 
Gaze of Christmas, <laughs> and uh, that's a very separate game. If you want to get involved in that, give him a message on Instagram. Yeah, Tom it's Bainbridge. It's similar to Mister yeah. Driller. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's for the gamers. Yeah, exactly uh, right. You know, all you got to do you know is be a part of the the Facebook community for Game on Oz. It's as Brilliant. simple as that. Right. Yep. Give him a like. Yep. Thanks, yeah. Pete. Oh, thank you, guys. It's been a pleasure. Oh, it's been so good. This is brand new music from Mumford and Sons. It's called A Guiding Light with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. It's Better Man, Pearl Jam, Triple M's Tom and Ollie, where you have questions. We'll turn this FM dial to AM in 20 minutes' time as we ask whether the Cricket Australia bands should be upheld in Trash Talk Back Tuesday. Tom and Ollie, press start. Brought to you by Fallout 76. Available now on Xbox One, PS4 and PC. Now, let's press start. Ollie, so this Fallout 76 game, right? Mm. I've been loving it. I've been playing it non-stop on my Xbox One. I am absolutely enthralled in it. This game is so large that I've played it already for like two hours and I haven't even passed the intro. Oh, I am so happy for you. That is excellent. Oh, okay, mate. Here's the thing. Well, I just don't. No. I don't care. What? I don't care if you game. Good on you. You're a gamer. No, but how good's Fallout 76? <laughs> yes, contractually, it's an excellent yes, game. Yes, and the you. map is huge, and the guns are excellent. Ollie, I'm really annoyed at you because I can't chat gaming with you. I can't chat gaming. You just with had you. Pete Corelli on. Yeah. Well, you? I can't chat gaming with you at all, Ollie. Right. So here's what I want to do. One triple three five three. The awesome. Guys at Bethesda have given me four codes. That's right, two Xbox One codes, two PlayStation Four codes. So I want you on one triple three five three to jump on the phone, give me a call. I want you to be a game tester for us. I want to be able to chat Fallout seventy six with you because Ollie across the desk is bloody hopeless with this. Yeah, I don't that's care that much, but that's pretty cool. So the codes will give you access to the games. Is that how it works? <laughs> <laughs> don't laugh. I'm asking. Is that how it works? Yes, you put the code in into the. Into but don't the... you need a CD ROM? <laughs> One triple three five three. Do you want a game test Fallout seventy six? This awesome new game available right now on Xbox One, PS four, and PC. If you do, where are the files? They're in the computer. (laughs) Give us a call if you want a game test Fallout seventy six. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. No doubt, ex girlfriend. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Tom and Ollie, press start. Brought to you by Fallout 76. Available now on Xbox One, PS4 and PC. Now, let's press start. The guys at Bethesda have uh, given us some Fallout 76 codes for Xbox One and PS4. It's also out on PC. I've been absolutely loving it. I got it last week, Ollie. Yeah. Uh, big download, though, for my very slow internet at home. I had oh. to wait days to play it. Oh, no. But, man, I was excited. Use I jumped your personal right, hotspot. I jumped right in. I actually did want to use my personal hotspot. Uh, but it's quite, it is quite large. It's a big download okay. because it's a huge ass game. This game, the map is massive. Like it would take you hours to walk from one end to the other. I've been playing it for two hours already, mm. it, it, like a couple of days ago. And I wasn't even past the start. Like I was still in tutorial. And the other cool thing about this game is, Ollie, yeah. the, the, uh, the, pe- the people you come across... It's falling on dead ears, I know, but the people you come across are all real players like, I know, that I are playing like, on the internet. I like that element. There's Which no is, there's no fake people. Awesome stuff. Graham. Yes, how are you going? You an Xbox or a PS4, mate? Xbox, mate. Oh, mate. T- t- same here, bro. Xbox <laughs> bros. It should be called. Preaching of the converted. Um, Graham, uh, you want to have a copy of Fallout 76? No, I don't, mate. No. What? <laughs> oh, you don't have a copy. Do you want I one? I don't have though? a copy. I'm looking for a copy, yeah, mate. Yeah, you can have one. Oh, 
All I need, though, Graham, is for you to play it this week. Can you do that? <laughs> totally, totally. Um, and I, I've got I've got a couple of teenage kids that would love to play it with us. With oh, me, so. Absolutely. Well, the cool thing is, you, you, in this one, you can make a bit of a team and explore the map together, which I, it's kind of one of those social elements of this game. <laughs> oh, oh, Ollie, so, come on, so. mate. I'm Come allergic to, to gaming, sorry, I get a bit sneezy. Oh, mate, uh, Nick, I'm on triple three five three. You uh, you want a copy of Fallout seventy six, bro? Oh, please! You got one. Got the codes. Hey! I'm a game tester. Oh, legendary! Next week, let's debrief on how you're going in this huge world because there's too much to explore. You're, you're crafting items. It's massive. Michael, you want a copy of Fallout seventy six? Oh, mate, I'd love one. You've got one. That was easy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, buddy, but you've got to do the work, mate. Yeah, Come back yeah. next week and report back. I need a couple of notes. I need your favourite parts. I need, you know, you can customise your character. You can customise the jawline of your character. <laughs> like, it's so, it's so interesting. So is everyone's character just really handsome? Like, no one's going to make an ugly. Well, this is the weird part. You can, like, put scars and disfigurements on the faces. Acne. But I'm making, the, I'm making my character. I'm going, no, he's going to be... Bloody hot. Well, surely everyone's doing that. No. Well, you come across them in the game and you're like, why are you wearing a cowboy outfit? A couple of odd jobs. Yeah. Jason on 13353. Uh, what do you yep. got? Xbox One, PS4? I've got an Xbox One X. Uh, oh, whoa. I Ooh. didn't know I was talking to a pro gamer here. <laughs> uh, buddy, you're a fan of the Fallout, 70, uh, Fallout range? Big fan of the Fallout range. Well, I'm going to give you a code to Fallout 76. Awesome. So good. Um, uh, have you seen it out and about, like you've seen all the promo and stuff happening. What are you most excited for in this game? The size. Yeah. It looks really massive and I'm pretty excited to jump in and, and see the size of everything. And yeah, it looks pretty cool walking around seeing just nothing but other people. It's absolutely huge. I'll also get our producers to grab your gamer tag. We might even play online together. Me and my four bros, Ollie, oh, which I'd be excited about. A bit of a team. Yeah. The Backstreet Boys. Mate, we'll team up. We're just going to attack those. I've forgotten what it's called. I think it's like. Outlands or something. I forgot one of the name of the, the, the Attack the, the Castle, surely. No, there's no castles. It's got to be a castle. Oh, God. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Two best mates. I'm sick of you. Oh, yeah? And three hours of questions. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Tom, not far away. Your chance to get fired up as we open the phone lines on the AM dial with Trash Talk Back Tuesday. And if you love your sport or if you have at least a small opinion on the cricketing saga, the ban of those players. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm allergic to sport. <laughs> oh, but mine was a real sneeze. Yeah, I'm sure, so mate. sorry. I couldn't stifle it before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then don't worry. Your chance to get fired up for Trash Talk Back Tuesday, about five minutes away. Sick. This is Driving Rain Slash featuring Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's Aerosmith loving an elevator. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. After nine o'clock, we're going to ask you to make the mundane sexy, and we've got tickets to give away to Mortal Engines if you do. Tom, every Tuesday, we take the biggest issue of the day and we run it through this thing here. Ah, piss off, you dickhead. You're a f with. I've just spoken to a f***ing idiot. Tom and Ollie's Trash Talk Back Tuesday. Bringing that trash in here. Hang on, let me get my pigs out. <clears throat> yeah, you pig. Good, Tom. Trash Talk Back Tuesday, where the facts don't matter and the insults sting. Uh, today's issue is the cricketing ban, Tom. And to get us up to speed, uh, let's hear from Fox Sports uh, for the latest update. Cricket Australia will not amend sanctions handed down to Steve Smith and David Warner or to Cameron Bancroft. The sports governing body responded to a request from the Australian Cricketers Association to reduce the severity of the bans handed down to the trio involved in the ball tampering saga in South Africa. Pathetic! Tom, <laughs> pathetic Cricket Australia 
Their seven-person board apparently oh. met up via a phone hookup. Here we go. Whatever that is oh. on Monday and Tuesday. And they ruled that the band will remain, which means our captain, Steve Smith and David Warner, uh, as well as Cameron Bancroft, will serve their full bands after the ball tampering issue, which you remember, Tom. Vaguely, probably because you don't care much. No, but Tom, balls in it. it's just not on. I, I just think the players have had a crack. Look, they've tried to get an upper hand, albeit a bit dodgily. They've learnt their lesson. Steve Smith cried on camera. Listen here, you Brad Pitt wannabe. Oh, here we go, you pig. These boys, they bloody well cheated, mate. They cheated. They need to. They need to put their full sentence out there. They need to have the full sentence served. Shut up, Tom. What? Oh, the guy playing Monopoly who steals money from the banker. Yeah, we're gonna get let him keep playing, are we? No, I think it's time to go do the dishes for you, mate. No more Monopoly. Let them play, Tom. Let the kids play. Is what I say. One triple three five three is the number. For Trash Talk back Tuesday, and I believe we have our first caller, Bart, on the line. No, uh, yes, good day, Tom and Ollie. Um, I just think, Ollie, that you're being an absolute wit because <laughs> okay. what's going you're on pig. here is you're allowing the cheats to continue playing. Mate, the cheats have been punished. No, they have not. They have had a sentence put forward and they are not fulfilling their sentence. Now, let me put it this way. Yeah. I gave my son a band from his iPhone. He was not allowed to have his iPhone for four weeks. I'm not then going to go around and turn around and say in two weeks you can use a bloody iPhone, am I? I mean, look, but how old's your if son? He's is you, around it, on Tinder all the time and bloody dinner, and I'm saying, put down the iPhone! Okay, Bart, thank you, Bart. Yeah. No, no need to yell at me, it's my show. Bart, how old's your son? 40 I, I, years I, old? Because you sound about 80. Because you're always saying, we have questions. You know what? Well, I've got a question for you. How the hell are you on air? <laughs> oh, that's low from you, Bart. Oh, he's hung up. What a surprise. Uh, stupid old man, come work the phones, no, Tom. I like that guy. I think yeah, he's sounding good. Yeah, yeah, I liked his bit points. Bit of a batty old man. Anyway, oh. one triple three five three. Trash Talk Back Tuesday. The phones are open. Should the bans on those three cricket players be lifted? They've done their nine months. Or should they be kept as they are, as they have been? We never, three, five, three. we never close the phones. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. It's a living end. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. That's a new song, Other Side. After nine o'clock, we've got Mortal Engines. Tickets to give away. If you can make the mundane sexy, but let's turn the FM dial to AM now and get the pigs out. Ah, piss off, you dickhead. You're a f- with I've just spoken to a f- idiot. Tom and Ollie's. Trash Talk Back Tuesday. Bringing that trash in here. It's an issue close to my heart, Ollie. Oh, sure is. This is your (laughs) chance to be abusive, get angry on Facebook, uh, not Facebook, on radio, and get fired up, or on Facebook as well, actually, uh, at Tom and Ollie, if you want to send a message in. No haters, no trolls on Facebook. Just give us a call. Come on, mate. Uh, Don't don't be lazy. The issue is the keyboard warrior. The cricketing band, Tom, you're obviously worked up. Heard from Bart before, oh, who God, had some fiery words. He was good. I like Bart. Should those players have been given their full ban? The, today, the Cricket Australia board have reviewed that the full bans will remain. Mm. And of course, as I said before, the facts don't matter here, just the insults mm. that sting. And uh, all opinions are definitely my own. G'day, Pat. G'day. Is that, where's the tubby pig? Oh. <laughs> The ruling is a joke. The global governing body, the global body gave them, what, two games? Here we go. And the over-politically correct Australia has to come up with something worse. Not just a little bit worse, ten times worse. Patty the pig's caught up. Patty the pig. We're going to try and cheat. We're trying to cheat in a game of international cricket and what we're just going to be like, oh, we're going to give you the sentence. Oh, no, the previous just, season, just the South African it. captain, the South African captain was in this country and did it. All he got was half his game payments were spent, uh, taken off him. 
Our boys have done their time. Our boys have done their time, haven't they, Pat? They've done more than they should have done. No, they've done half their time, you pig, Tom, you wouldn't get it. They should not have done that. The team is struggling now without the boys. Get them back on the field, let the boys play, because that's what cricket's about, having a crack, having a win. They should never have been banned for that long. You're an absolute pig, Pat. That's what I say. Thanks, Tubby. Coming from you. (laughs) Couple of pigs going at it. Uh, Well, the show's other name is Tubsy and the Zingers, guys. So... Uh, I, don't like, I don't like Tubsy. Can we nip that in the bug straight away? I think it's fine when it comes from you, Ollie, but probably not when it comes from Piggy Pat. Well, I mean, it's Trash Talk Back Tuesday, mate. You've nah. got to expect things to get fiery. Nah. What do you think, Melly? Oh, mate, nah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm agreeing with Tom. Oh, you're pathetic. So, sorry, Ollie. Nah, seriously, mate. What? You want to ban the players for their full length of time? Oh, they, they probably deserve double. Double? Are you insane? Yeah, yeah. Nah, what a lot of crap, mate. Like, what, you want to see our team struggle in the doldrums for months? It's un-Australian, Ollie. Oh, completely un-Australian. Yeah. And, and what you want to do is, Ollie... Let him off. ...is get on a plane and go to England and go backpack and then just tell them you're Australian and see how you go. I'd love to do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, big fella. They'll be giving you... You'll probably get belted. I can get my, <laughs> I finally get my uh, crazy European backpacking holiday done, which I never got to do as a younger guy. Yeah, yeah. Just don't go to England. You'll get belted. No, mate, mate, I could take them. I'll smash them. Mate, if it gets to the ashes, things will get fiery and they'll get belted. You don't care about cricket that much. I'll take it. <laughs> anyone on. And Ollie on Triple M.